1: welcome in we are live i was gonna call this like kicks and profits i don't know i kind of felt like that might work but we're also gonna drink some bourbon tonight so maybe it's bets and bourbon i don't know what this is called but what it is is ross reed is joining me to make some season long bets ross how are you feeling today
2: uh i feel fantastic how are you doing
1: I'm doing well. I I have this fun board for us to go to uh, work through some season long bets. I have made a few season long bets. I don't know how deep you are Uh into your bankroll here, Uh but I want to ask before we get into season long bets, the pros and cons of putting some of your bankroll into a season long bet. What do you got?
2: So, you know, to me, I always think that you can't be too reactive to what happened last year, right? It, usually a team can improve or uh, improve, excuse me, or, or regress within one or two games. But for the most part, it, when you're betting big money, you kind of want to stick with the blue chip teams, the ones that you know are going to be, you know, good to elite year after year, the ones that have elite quarterbacks. And then you always want to look at that one kind of team who's going to be able to take the next step going into the season, kind of that on the threshold last year who's going to be able to take the next step, who's improved the roster of the season. I think coaching continuity is a big part of it as well.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I think from the gambler's standpoint, what I have learned about preseason betting, and I, I've done it for the last few years, I think what one thing you want to keep in mind is you don't want to put too much of your bankroll into preseason bets because mm-hmm. it's locked up for the next four months. These things aren't going to cash until the end of the year. If you pick – you know, uh, Eagles over nine and a half wins and they get their 10th win in week 13. That bet doesn't pay out until the end of the year. They, they keep your money. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's a little bit of uh, you know risk in letting the book hold your money for four months. Uh, because you can't you don't have access to that money to bet again right so if if you're looking at it from the number of bets that you're going to make over the year season long bets does it sits your money out maybe some of you think that that's a positive right like that might be a, a bonus to actually take some of your money and say you know what I think this way and I'm gonna sit it over here and that's it's out of the game I can't I can't lose it any more than I did with that early bet mm-hmm. um, but it's something to keep in mind and then the other thing I think to keep in mind from a football perspective is you know the the NFL season really does change regularly, right? They're, they're, every few weeks, these teams are figuring out who they are. They kind of reinvent themselves. And so there, there are cycles throughout the year. So if you're betting weekly, as we're going to be doing every Sunday uh, and helping you get through those bets, uh, you have to really kind of take stock regularly of where they're, where you're at a team that's hot in September does not necessarily mean that they're going to just, you know, go all the way. We see that all the time. So, uh, but if you, if you put a bet in for a season long bet, you really only have to start worrying about it, maybe towards the end, if you want to start hedging or anything like that, some, some bets are going to be dead anyway. Uh, but when you get into December, there may be some bets that you made, um, you have to revisit and say, you know what, actually, I wouldn't mind kind of hedging a little bit here um, so that I can make sure I can break even, or I know I can make money if I just put this bet and I'll, and I'll take my money out here. Mm-hmm. So a couple things to keep in mind with season long bets. Um, what we're going to do tonight is Ross and I are going to go back and forth and we're going to, we're going to place these poker chips that are above our names on the betting board. So the betting board's laid out as, and for those of you that are Joining us on Second City Gridiron YouTube, you can see this. For those of you that are listening to the podcast, um, let me try to paint you a picture with words. Uh, is We have all of the divisions laid out uh, with the teams, and then I have uh, placed their over-under number, their divisional odds, and their Super Bowl odds for every team. And then Ross and I have $500 worth of chips. We divided them out in a certain way. Um, it's not important about the actual dollar amount. You might be a big roller where you think a hundred dollar bet is nothing. You may be someone who thinks I'm never going to bet a hundred dollars. That's my whole bankroll or whatever. The important thing to think about here is what your unit bet is. And for us, uh, the unit bet here is going to be $50. A 100 bet then is a two unit bet means that we're really confident about that one. We're going to save that one for last. And then a $25 bet would be like, it's a half bet. It's a half unit bet. We like the, we like it, but it's not that big of a deal. Um, Ross, where did you start when you were betting? Where was your kind of starting unit bet and you don't have to say where you're at now, but you know, how did you kind of grow as a as a gambler?
2: So, you know, for me, I like kind of like I said in the open, right? I always looked at the the, the teams that have that pedigree and I know I can bank on, right? And then I always looked at you know, who are my steady star quarterbacks in the league and who are the guys that consistently do this year after year? So I love those those you know, blue chip pedigree franchises with the stability in the front office all the way down. A team like the Baltimore Ravens is probably going to come up here in a couple minutes. minutes. Um, obviously, you know, in the past, you're new England Patriots of the world or even if you want to follow a guy like Tom Brady, because um, those are the usually the safer bets. From a home from standpoint I, I try not to bet too much with my heart with the chicago bears just because right I and mean, we know how that goes that's that's the fastest way in my opinion as a better for you to lose money is for you to kind of um get in your feelings a little bit and um and and, and kind of think that your your team is is, is going to be better than what they are um i imagine we're going to have a little bit of bears talk here um you know we we, we might be taking the over the there on that six but uh we'll find out soon but yeah for me i always like to look at the consistency and kind of the, the state the stability uh, of a situation and that's where i really like to put most of my units on uh especially at the start of the season
1: okay so in true ross and jeff fashion we're gonna do this over some bourbon so i yeah. brought a special bottle on Uh, i don't know what you brought on we didn't talk about this but i Mm -hmm. told you i had this sitting in my cabinet so this is makers 46 cask strength Mm -hmm. i brought it on for you my man because i know that you're a makers guy Um, so i'm going to open that up Uh, what did you what did you bring
2: i've got a bottle here that a buddy of mine brought me uh it's called smoke wagon uh unfiltered uncut right it's from uh distillery out in nevada um las vegas nevada to be exact i thought what better way if we're going to talk about gambling and making money uh, then you bring out something that's from Las Vegas, right? So, so
1: you got you got the 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 unfiltered, the uncut, or yeah, the uncut, and that's uh, is that the black label?
2: It is the black label. It's got a little bit of bite to it. I recommend if you do pick up this bottle, you can grab it in like a local binnys or any of your uh, local uh, uh, liquor stores. You put a couple drops of water in it and let it open it up a little bit.
1: Good tip. Uh, that's. Uh, I don't think you need that for this. No. So I don't think you need any water there. No. Uh, Brian, before we get in here, Brian asks, uh, do you take national media bias into account? (laughs) I mean, Brian, I know where you're going with that, but here's the thing. The books don't care. The books are, they're trying to get money on these things and they're trying to make sure that they win either way. Right? So some of this might be a little bit of national bias in terms of how many fans out there can, are going to put their money up and I'll I'll say right now we'll maybe get into it a little bit Dallas is generally overinflated because of that there's a lot of of Dallas fans that'll put their money on there so that's more of what you're looking at when you're trying to when you're trying to see bets I don't think that a lot of national media people really push lines very much um
2: it's it's usually you know you're absolutely correct it's usually they dictate the lines on how the fan bases are are kind of betting uh, on their own teams, and those lines tend to move a little bit from, you know, depending on after the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl's on, actually on right now. They're doing the replay from the Super Bowl from last year uh, to now, and those lines usually tend to, to move a little bit depending on what fan bases do, and then also once the Sharps kind of put their statistics in there and they run their, their their patterns and they kind of see what things are supposed to simulate to look like, and they start putting a bunch of money on those, that really is what can tinker the line 0.5 game to one game either way.
1: Well, let's get into this thing. So sure. we each we each have uh, 13 chips, mm-hmm. eight $25 chips, four $50 chips and a $100 chip. So you as the guest here, I am going to allow you to have the pick of the board. Where do you want to start?
2: Awesome. Um, let's take this to the NFC East if we can. And I am looking specifically at the Washington Commanders, and they are right now, their over-under is set at 7.5 wins this season. They're plus 575 to win the division, plus 8,000 to go to the Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to take a $25 chip, and I'm going to put that on the under for the Commanders this year. Um, Listen, Carson Wentz. I'm not a believer in Carson Wentz. I think we've seen last year with the Colts uh, how much of a disaster that was. After they traded a pick for him and they dumped him right away. Um, You know, I I think that, you know, Terry McLaurin, even though he's newly signed, um, he's got a new deal. I think he's going to suffer a little bit in that situation. Antonio Gibson always gets hurt in that offense. Chase Young, their best defensive player, is not ready right now to start the season. And their best rookie running back, he got shot two weeks ago. (laughs) <laughs> and so that uh, a lot of that i am not a big fan of, of that 7.5 this year for for the commanders i'm gonna take the under on them and um i'm gonna hold on to a prop bed as well for for the commanders
1: uh later on in this uh program oh excellent i yeah. like that a lot little tease there yeah um i uh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'll stick with the 25 bet as well i will do my first over under um i'm gonna go into the danger zone right away i'm gonna go into the afc west and i'm gonna start by putting a 25 bet on the over for the la chargers Ooh. yep and that is because i think that as much as you've heard about the la chargers you're gonna start hearing a lot more because they they really did arm up here. They didn't just get Khalil Mack to pair with Joey Bosa. like They, they, they signed J.C. Jackson to, to strengthen that secondary. They have all the weapons that uh, Justin Herbert needs. They, they've continued to build their offensive line. I think that they are going to be incredibly uh, competitive in, in a very stiff com- uh, division, but mm-hmm. also in the conference. I think they can make a deep run. So I'm going to I'm going to start off light here and just just take a quick over 10 on the Chargers.
2: Nice. How many games did Brandon Staley uh, kind of cost him last year with the analytics and, and going forward in certain situations? Right. At least two or three
1: in the long run, though. Don't you want him to do that? Don't Absolutely. you want him to trust Herbert? One, right.
2: 100 percent. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, here's a Brandon Staley fan. And like you said, they, they went nine and eight last year. So um, I like that bet. That's a nice, smart bet. Um, for my next one, I'm going to kind of raise you a little bit, though. I'm going to take the, my $50 chip, and I'm going to go right to that division, and I'm going to put it for the Kansas City Chiefs on the over 10.5 wins. Um, Kansas City Chiefs are kind of like season six of Friends Jennifer Aniston. Like, she's still really, really hot, but you're kind of used to her right now, so you kind of take <laughs> her for granted. And um, listen, this is still a damn good football team. Um, that offense is going to be just fine, locked and loaded, uh, you know, because they still have Patrick Mahomes there. Yes, I know Tyreek Hill is gone, but Travis Kelsey is still an elite tight end. I don't think he's going to see much of a drop-off just because he doesn't play the tight end position uh, like most guys do, like the Rob Gronkowski's world. He doesn't take those big hits. Uh, I love the pickup of Juju Smith-Schuster, the kind of, like, listen, the guy was playing with a noodle arm in Ben Roethlisberger the last couple of years. I think he'll have a nice year. They've got the rookie in Sky Moore. They've got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think their defense is really underrated. And again, we talk about that 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 continuity from the front office to the coaching staff to the roster. And there's nobody better than what Andy Reid does and his entire coaching staff. And I think Pat Mahomes has got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Listen, in that division, he's had to hear about the Justin Herberts of the world. And then here comes Russell Wilson. And then Derek Carr has not got Devontae Adams. But I think uh, – Mahomes is going to kind of say, listen, I'm still the man in this league and this division. This is still, you know, I've still run this. He's going to kind of step up this year and really show people that uh, they're still the best team in that division.
1: I mean, they, they have to make that next step of the evolution. And so I'm kind of betting that they can't make it quite as crisply as Mm -hmm. everybody thinks that they might. And I get it that maybe we're fatigued a little bit. Chiefs fatigue. They've been in the AC championship game for, you know, Mm -hmm. 38 straight years, whatever it is now. But I think that the to, to me the upstart Chargers it's it's a more fun bet because that is my second team it's my AFC team but mm-hmm. also because um, quite well I I guess I haven't made a division bet yet uh, but uh, um, I do think that they have a really good shot at the division um, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears and and I'm gonna stay out west but I'm gonna go to the NFC and I am going to uh, bet the under on the uh, Cardinals yeah,
0: like they
1: that. are currently at nine wins over under and i just i just don't believe in their infrastructure their their best player deandre hopkins maybe you can debate whether or not that's their best player i think he probably is he's going to be out for the first 6 weeks uh, i just don't really have a lot of confidence in in uh, cliff kingsbury as a coach kyler murray You know, I I like him uh, to watch him as a player, but I don't really uh, see him maybe in that upper echelon that can carry a team. Um, He's exciting to watch, but I don't think he's going to carry a team for the long run. So uh, to me, nine feels too high, especially when you have two teams in that division that I think are markedly better. And so I don't think that they can get there. I'm going to bet the under on the Cardinals.
2: Yeah, they're missing DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games of the season. That's a huge loss for them. I'm not a big fan of Hollywood Brown. um, I I think he did... uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, big disservice. I'm not a big fan of Cliff Kingsbury. Obviously, we, we've seen um, any time Kyler Murray is playing Call of Duty, we can't be we can't trust him, right? So, um, luckily, there's no new Call of Duty game this year to, to keep <laughs> Kyler uh, occupied. But I'm pretty sure he's got Modern Warfare 2 somewhere tucked in uh, tucked away, ready to pull it out. Where are you going next? I'm going back to the NFC East. Listen, I, I love a lot of bets in this division this year. Um, I'm looking at the top of that division that the Dallas Cowboys at 10.5 wins. I'm going to actually take the under on this one. I'm going to put a $25 chip on there. Um, reason being, I, I think the Tyron Smith injury is a major, major big deal for them. That's that's their best offensive lineman on the offensive line that was already starting to get a little bit shaky, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, now you lose your left tackle and you know what does that do for Dak Prescott? What does that do for a guy like CD Lamb now that Amari Cooper is in Cleveland? We haven't really seen CD yet be the man, right? And that's going to be a lot of pressure to put on his shoulders. Michael Gallup is coming off an injury there. What does Zeke Elliott have left in the tank? And I just don't think that um, that that Digs can also have ten plus interceptions again for for a second year in a row. I think a lot of that was in an a novelty. And so I also think Mike McCarthy is a complete moron. So, with all, with all that said, and you've got an upstart team right behind them in the Philadelphia Eagles, I think the Cowboys take a little bit of a step back and they, they got it at 10.5 wins. I like them right at that 10 win margin right there. 10 and 7 seems very fair to me this year for them, but that's going to be under.
1: Honestly, Ross, I'm just going to put a chip up there, too. That was one of my bets, and I, I don't – one of my high-ranking uh, bets. I agree with you. Um, I think that the this is one of those situations where the, the Cowboys have a lot of fans. It is a big fan base. Mm-hmm. And so every year you see them getting talked up, uh, whether they deserve it or not. And this is a year that I don't think they deserve it. I think their coach is bottom tier. I think, I think Mike McCarthy is a bottom tier head coach. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the the game has passed him by Um, if, if, you know, if it ever wasn't, uh, you know, it certainly has by, by now, I don't believe in him. Um, You know, their weapons are lacking, their offensive line. I mean, they, to me, I describe them in my column as uh, the end game Jenga Mm -hmm. where that next little block is Mm -hmm. almost certainly going to just collapse the whole thing. And that's Mm -hmm. what I feel like they lose one like key player, uh, for any amount of time, I think this whole the whole Jenga game's over for him. So yeah. to me, it's one of my favorite and easiest bets on the board is Cowboys under 10.5. Nice. I love
2: it. I love it.
1: Let's kick it back to you.
2: Let's go to the AFC East. And I'm looking at the New England Patriots at that 8.5 wins. Um, I'm actually taking the under on this one. Um, listen, I, I think this New England Patriots team is uh, kind of in disarray right now. I'm not a big fan of what they're doing from the offensive coordinator situation. They've got Mac Patricia and um, and Joe Judge calling plays for them, kind of splitting plays. All indications out of Patriots camp in preseason is that the team just really has not looked good on offense. I do like their defense a lot. Um, but I don't know if they're going to be able to generate enough pass rush in that division to slow down guys like uh, Josh Allen and, and even Tua Tagovailoa, who I'm not a big fan of, right? Um, so I actually think the New England Patriots are kind of on the way down. I think Bill Belichick is kind of in the twilight years of his career. Um, I think he can retire at, at any year now. I actually see them kind of closer to a six or seven win football team. Um, you know, it's just a lot of pressure for you to put on Mac Jones, who in my opinion has. Um, he's a good quarterback. He's a smart quarterback. But he's got that limited kind of athletic skills and really being able to push the football down the field and make explosive plays. And all of a sudden, their rookie wide receiver is also hurt for the first six weeks of the season with a broken collarbone. To me, it just feels like they're going to really struggle this year and, and finish at about six wins.
1: Yeah, it, it does seem like Bill Belichick has lost his fastball right? Like, he's just kind of throwing every hunk of junk he has over the plate, and right now that hunk of junk is Matt Patricia calling plays. I mean, what? What are we doing here? Like, I I just don't know what's happening. I Look, I'm a Bears fan. I don't like the Patriots at all. I have nothing, like, there's no, like, animosity towards the Patriots as a Bears fan, I guess is what I'm saying, but I don't like them. I never cheered for them, but I have read, like, five or six books on Bill Belichick because I find him fascinating. And I don't know what's happening here. Like, I think that he's just kind of done, yeah. right? So, so it's uh, it, it's kind of insane. Uh, this this might be the the year that everything kind of just folds for them. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna head on over to the AFC North, and I'm gonna put a twenty five dollar chip on the over for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine and a half wins. They're in the Super Bowl last year. I understand that. Uh, you know, maybe you think that that was maybe some people think that that was a little fluky. Some of their advanced statistics don't seem replicable, right? Like Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase, the big plays. You know, here's what I think: I think that they're really good, yeah. <laughs> and I think nine and a half just doesn't seem like a number that that is that crazy, especially when you consider that the Steelers, I don't think, are going to be that good of a football team. Mm. The Browns are without their their. Whatever quarterback for eleven games, um, so I think that this that the, the the separation in this division is a lot bigger than than what the over unders indicate. So for me, I think uh, nine and a half is an easy over bet for me.
2: Yeah, listen, they they beat up their offensive line this year. That was a major problem for them in the playoffs and going into the Super Bowl. Um, they probably have you know them and the Rams and, and maybe the Bills probably like the best one through ten. You know guys at the top of the roster in the league right and you probably put the charges up there as well um there's just a lot of blue chip athletes on that team and, and joe burrow is a stud i'm a huge joe burrow fan i i, I drafted him in a couple fantasy uh, leagues this year um so i i love that pick um you know it, we always worry about the super bowl hangover but i think that team is they weren't supposed to be in the super bowl last year so maybe they don't get a hangover and i can very easily see them getting 10 wins
1: yeah absolutely what do you got next
2: uh, I am going to this is our first visit to the NFC North right yeah so we're going we're going to our our home territory here but I'm not going to talk about the Bears yet I'm actually going to talk about uh, the Detroit Lions and I'm gonna take the under on this six and a half I'm gonna put a 25 oh. yeah I'm gonna put a $25 chip on there listen this is a football team last year that you know where were they last year they were 3 13 and one last year and I think they have increased the roster Um but I'm still not a big Jared Goff fan. I still don't think they have enough big time athletes on both sides of the football for them to make a four game jump in the standings. That's just a huge jump in the standings. In my opinion, um, This is what I talked about at the beginning of the show, right? It's like, Anything more than three games either way kind of really worries me. And I know a lot of teams are hot, right? Or a lot of people are hot right now on the Lions. I think it'll take a major jump forward. But four games a lot, in my opinion, to ask of them. I think they finished right about in that six-win territory. Um, they maybe even close, finish up with five wins. I don't know if you've been watching Hard Knocks or not. But yeah. um, I wasn't overly impressed with the whole entire situation there. And I think Dan Campbell is a, is a good guy. He's fun to watch on TV, but I think he's a little bit of a – of a kooky guy and i'm not believing in the smoke and mirrors a little bit that they're throwing at you and um i got them in about six wins this year which will get you the under
1: i i think that hard knocks has been entertaining which is exactly what you want out of that product um but it doesn't make me feel like they're going to win any more games and i think you're right like kind of betting against the hard knocks bump might be a thing right uh that's that's good I'm I'll stay in the division I'm not going to touch the Bears though um I am going to stick with my 25 dollars bet but I'm going to do our first division win bet Uh I'm going to put it on the Vikings now here's why uh I I think that Green Bay is going to take a step back I don't think that they're the contender that people think they are Um, I think that you can't predict defense from year to year Uh, Yes, they have some good defensive players, but they lost some players too. Uh, They've been a team that hasn't had some of their best players be able to to stay healthy. I mean, do we really know what David Bakhtiari is? Who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to, okay? Sure. Like, I don't know. Now, I don't think that the Bears are in a position to uh, win the division. They're just, you know, they, they're spending the least amount of cash on players that are playing in, in Navy and Orange this year in the entire league, right? Like that's, they have the, they're have they spending the least amount on their own team. They have the third most dead money. Like, I just don't think that the Bears are invested in 2022 to, to try to steal this division. I agree with you on the Lions, right? So I, I, mean, I don't think that they can come up and they can steal the division. I do think the Vikings are trying. And I don't know if the Vikings are good I, or like could do anything in the playoffs. That's not the point of this bet. The point of this bet is I think Green Bay is going to come back to the pack. I think that they uh, they can uh, they can fall off a bit here. And I think that the only team that can really take advantage of that is the Vikings. And I get a plus 250, so for those of you that are new to betting, if I put a hundred dollar bet on that, I'm gonna I'm gonna win two fifty back. That's a pretty good return on on a on a division bet for the second place team. And so for for me, that's it's one of the more attractive division bets out there. I'm putting a half unit on it, uh, so it's not like I'm I'm putting my hundred dollar chip there, but it's enough for me to want to uh, invest a little bit in purple.
2: Well, listen, I am also joining you with that. I'm putting a half unit on the Vikings as well. I've, I've kind of uh, you know, been echoing the same sentiments that you had as well, right? Listen, I love their offense this year. I mean, I listen, Kirk Cousins is not a great quarterback by any means. He's not a guy that I want to go to the playoffs and, and maybe lead me to a Super Bowl. But he is a really good regular season quarterback and he will put up numbers in the regular season, and he will get you some wins. And I do agree with you that the Packers take a step back, mostly because their offense, I think, this year is going to struggle. Uh, You know, Kirk Cousins still has um, uh, Justin Jefferson, who could be the best wide receiver in football, but Adam Thielen, who seems like he gets a touchdown every single game when he's healthy, and Dalvin Cook and Irv Smith, they've got a great offense. They took Zadarius Smith away from the Packers, right? So they've got – Uh, bookend pass rushers and Smith and Daniel Hunter, and then most importantly, the coaching effect. Mike Zimmer was absolutely checked out last year. He just wanted nothing to do with football anymore, and that team somehow still won like nine games last year. Um, So I I really think that they're going to take a step forward. I mean, obviously, that's me banking a lot on on, on brand new uh, head coach Kevin O'Connell, but he's coming from that Sean McVay tree. He's coming from a winning system. He's coming from uh, you know, obviously, uh, the guy that that decided to to line up Cooper Cup in different places and line him up in the slot and, and create these matchups to give him the football. I really think he's going to do the same thing with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, and I just like the Vikings a lot to not only uh, well, we'll talk about what Sunday is going to happen, but to 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 win that division going forward.
1: Yeah, obviously a big game on Sunday uh, yes. for that um I'm I'm just going to kind of complete this thought and I'm going to put a $25 under bet on the Packers mm-hmm. 11 wins. Um again, we've basically made those points, but I'm it's enough for me to want to put a unit on that to show that um I'm, 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 that that's where my thinking is and sort of connect that together.
0: Yep. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity.
2: I'm up. Let's take a $50 chip and take that to the AFC South. And I'm going to put it on the Colts to win the division. All right. Um, Here's the thing is I think we're seeing the decline of Derrick Henry. Um, You know, his yards per carry last year was about league average, which was a little bit lower than what he had um, during his MVP run and, and those great seasons he had. And he had that foot injury last year. He did not look good in the playoffs. You couple that with the fact that this football team has lost A.J. Brown. He's now uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. Their best wide receiver is Robert Woods. I love Robert Woods a lot. But what we've seen is guys that are one year removed or, or maybe even a few months removed from those, those catastrophic foot and knee injuries, they typically don't have the same season as they do two years removed, a la Cooper Cup you know, versus last year versus, you know, versus 21 season versus the 2020 season. Then you add all of that together and you throw in a guy like Ryan Tannehill, who's super volatile and just doesn't have it. I think the Titans take a step back. I think you get more continuity with Matt Ryan coming into that situation. Guys like Michael Pittman are able to step up and kind of reap the benefits. I think Jonathan Taylor does not have to carry the whole load on his back. I still think the defense is going to be about the same uh, You know, now that Shaq Leonard seems like he's getting healthy, uh, even with Matt Eberflus being in Chicago now. And I just think the Colts are marginally a better team this year than the, um, than the Titans. And I think they're going to win that division.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those that doesn't have a lot of juice to it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. negative, right? So that they mm-hmm. have a negative 140 odds. So again, you'd have to put up $140 to win $100 back. That's what mm-hmm. that number means for those of you that that aren't comfortable with that math yet. But it's to me it's one of the safer bets cuz I agree with you. I don't I don't believe in the Titans. I and I've liked the Titans for the last few years. They're they're kind of like a Bears fan like you know, mirror over in the AFC, right, where they're they're just kind of gritting out wins, and you know, the, oh, defense and running game, and like, isn't this nice? And it, there's something like kind of throwback about how they did things. But I just, I'm, I'm, I'm I would much rather bet against Derrick Henry's uh, ability to try to carry this team without AJ Brown. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I just don't see it, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I already mentioned AJ Brown. I'll just, I'll just let's, let, you know, we got to talk about the Eagles, man.
2: Yes, we do. Like,
1: uh, I'll use my first fifty dollar chip, and I'm gonna put it on the Eagles to win the division. Ooh, nice. This goes with the uh, Cowboys under bet. Um, that I just I don't really believe in the Cowboys. I think that they're gonna they're gonna fail catastrophically at some point. I don't know if Jalen Hurts is the guy. I don't know that Jalen Hurts has to be the guy to win this division, right? Jalen Hurts has to be the guy to win the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. That's a different question. But Jalen Hurts can be a role player, and this roster can win the NFC East. So for me, this is one of the more attractive bets out there because you get plus money on the Eagles to win the division. It's plus 150. I don't think the Commanders have any shot at this. I don't think the Giants have any shot at this. And you've got a team in Dallas that I think is overinflated. So to me, the math pushes me to put uh, to put a chip on, on the Eagles to win the division.
2: I completely agree with you. It's why I'm taking a $50 chip and I'm putting that on the over at the nine and a half. I think this roster is dramatically improved from last year. And this was a playoff team last year, right? We remember that they got throttled in the playoffs against the Tampa Bay, Bay Bucs, but they have improved greatly. They got A.J. Brown. They've got um, Sauce Gardner now from the Saints. Had some good, they had a terrific draft. They were nine and eight last year. So when I look at this whole situation, they tell me that I can... I can get them one more win, right? I'm going to go all over that. We already talked about it. We think the Cowboys are going to take a step down. We think the Commanders are going to take a step down. I have no faith in the Giants at all. I think the Eagles are definitely going to take a step forward. I love your division-winning pick. I like it a lot, and I think they're going to get there by winning 10-plus games.
1: Yeah, CJ Gardner-Johnson, um uh the the Saints corner yes. who liked to induce Punch punching people. from Bears wide receivers. Uh he he basically went there for free. If uh, yeah. not for free, they're going to pay him money, but they they acquired him for very little draft capital. Kind of amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to I'm going to join you on the the over. I'm going to use one of my $25 uh, chips and then I'm just going to kind of I'm going to jump here and and keep going. Um I'm going to I'm going to use a $50 chip. Uh, for another division bet, and this one's bigger. I get it, but I'm going to go into the fray. I'm going pu- to put my money where my mouth is, I'm going to put it on the Chargers to win the division.
2: Nice.
1: There's enough juice for me to want to do it, yeah. right? I'm mean, If this was plus 100, I wouldn't feel good about it, but it's plus 220. That's enough juice where I think they're the most talented team in the division. I know that they haven't proven it yet right i know that they they didn't prove it last year but they added some really key pieces I already talked about on the over um i just i think casey comes back to the pack i think denver's interesting but i think that uh they're in year one of a new head coach i think that Brandon staley year two of the head coach their additions i think this is their time i think they take the lead
2: nice i listen i i, I love that team they have a lot of hype on their shoulders right now right they, yeah I, I think what sucks for them is um they don't really have a home field advantage. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see their home games and see a lot of the other fans travel to their home games. But, again, we talked about it. They got the coach. They got the quarterback. They got the Blue chip athletes. They just paid Derwin James. He's one of the best safeties in football. Um, as long as they stay healthy, you know, key guys, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, they can absolutely do it.
1: Absolutely. Uh, what about you? I, I jumped you a number of bets here. So no, I think, catch so
2: I'm actually going to go two for one as well. We're going to go back to the AFC North and we're going to the, uh, to the Baltimore Ravens. I like them. Um, I got a, I got a $50 chip for them to go over 9.5 wins. And I got a $25 chip for them to win a division as well. Okay. Okay. Um, Listen, I, I this was a football team last year that was ravaged by injuries. They lost like three or four running backs before their last preseason game. They got hit hard on both sides of the football with injuries. Yet, even still, they won nine games last year. I, I think that um, you know the, the subtraction of Hollywood Brown, bringing in the rookie, having the running backs come back. I like what they have on defense. Obviously, their special teams is one of the best in football. They've got a special teams head coach. They've got the uh, the, the best kicker of all time. But the key to me is Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is is been disrespected all offseason – in the national media. I think he's been the forgotten guy. People are calling him still a running quarterback. He doesn't throw the football. He doesn't do this. He can't lead you to a Super Bowl. This guy's an MVP trophy on his shelf. And look at the people who have gotten paid before him. Deshaun Watson's got their money before him. Josh Allen has gotten his money before him. And Kyler Murray has gotten his money before him. And I think that's absolutely BS. And I think Lamar Jackson is going to go absolutely scorched earth if he does not get a contract by this friday and he's going to show people that he deserves to be um the maybe the highest paid quarterback in football and he wants his money guaranteed and all up front and um i got a, i got a prop bed attached to that later on uh, as a little tease there but i like the but most importantly for now i'd like the ravens to to finish with 10 wins and i like them to win the division this year
1: well, you're betting on a team that consistently puts out winners, exactly. right? I mean, that that's that's kind of the the deal there. You're you're putting the $50 bet on the over under which pays for yourself to get the division bet. So if they they hit that that 10 wins, you get that full unit back. And it pays for the division, so even if the if they fall to second place, it's not that big of a deal, right? Right. But you are still getting juice. You're getting the plus one thirty on the division. Um, I'm just, you know, just for fun. uh, Mm. I'm gonna disagree with you though, and I'm gonna I'll put a twenty five dollar chip on the Bengals to win the division. So they're at plus one sixty, so I get even more juice for putting for for betting on the Bengals uh, to win the division.
2: And the fun part is we can have this conversation 17 weeks from now. And I'm pretty sure one of us are going to be right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. I don't think it's going to be one of the other two teams. So, uh, so we'll have a little fun there and I'll use my last $25 chip to, to say the, the Bengals win the division at plus plus one sixty. Nice. Nice. All right.
2: right. We haven't talked about the bears yet. Right. And And we're running out of chips here. And, um, Listen, the Bears are sitting at six wins right now. I'm actually going to take the over for that at $25. Um, You know, I I, I know they have on paper right now, one of the worst offensive lines in football. And on paper right now, uh, one of the worst wide receiving cores uh, in the NFL. Brand new head coach, brand new general manager, second year quarterback. You've heard it all. Roquan Smith is fed up, yada, yada, yada. But this is kind of a homer pick, obviously, and, and that's okay, right? When you're playing with with no units, I, I think it's okay to, to have a little bit of a homer pick. It helps you to kind of root for your team on Sundays. Um, but I think there's a little bit of a buzz in this football team and in this locker room right now. Um, I think that Justin Fields is going to take a step forward. I think he's going to have a solid season. I think he's a guy that can throw for you know, 3,000 yards at least and have 20 touchdowns and, and keep his interceptions low. I think he's going to have about 500 yards on the ground. And I think you're going to see guys like Darnell Mooney and Cole Komet you know, step up and have solid seasons. I think you're going to see, you know, guys like, you know, Bayless Jones, hopefully if he's healthy and gets that hamstring right and, and, and just their hodgepodge of weapons, and Equinemius St. Brown and Brian Pringle to kind of mix in and do just enough, you know, to, to win seven games for this football team this year. The schedule is a little bit light. That's mostly why I'm going with this. They play some really shaky quarterbacks on their schedule this year and I think that they can sneak out a couple one-score you know, one score games this year. This was a team that won six games last year. I think they can improve on that one this year. It's mostly because I believe in this coaching staff. I, I think that the Bears finally got it right with this coaching staff. I'm a huge Luke Getze fan. I think that if all goes right in the next couple of years here, and fingers crossed hopefully it does, he's a guy that could be on team's radar uh, for a potential head coaching position. Um, so, you know, listen, if the Bears are able to take a step forward this year, win seven football games, and most importantly, Justin Fields looks like the guy long term, then the arrow's pointing up for the Bears. But for now, I'm going to take the over for them. I, I just feel like a lot of people have been going the other way against Chicago, taking the under. And typically when you see that in betting and in Vegas – Bad things happen, right? It tends to go the opposite way. That's how uh, Caesars and the Bellagio and all those nice places are, have been built. So I'm going to take the other way.
1: Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to match it, but I'm going to match it with the $50 chip just because that's what I have left, and that's what I was saving this for. Um, mm-hmm. here's, here's the thing is this line was at 6.5, and, and it came down to 6 because of all of the action on the under. Mm-hmm. That is actually – the national media bias mm-hmm. right that's or that's all of the like talk that influences people to put in bets it's not the national media necessarily but it's all the people that say well the bears suck six games never going to get they're never going to get to six and a half wins right so they put their money on the under so much money goes on the under that they drop the line and so so the good thing about that is that if the bears do hit at six if they, they finish at six and eleven it's it's a push, right? You get your money back. So mm-hmm. so that that half unit matters here when when you're worried about a team that's maybe not going to win a lot. I think the culture is huge. I think the culture is is a gigantic part of what Matty Refluce is bringing. There's a lot of guys that were frustrated with with how that last regime went. Totally understandable. You have a new philosophy, and here's. Here's the thing about the new philosophy. This hits philosophy, right? This hustle, intensity, takeaways, and playing smart. That's the hits philosophy. It's going to have your talent-poor team overachieve because it's not. It's going to play disciplined football. We saw it in the preseason. You saw it in guys that got cut. They weren't committing penalties, right? So they're they're not going to shoot themselves in the foot, right? They're they're going to they're going to play clean football. They're going to hustle to the football at all times, so they're, they're going to likely do better in the, the turnover categories, both keeping the ball away uh, on offense and taking the ball away on defense. And if you're playing a team that is the same level as you, that's an advantage. If you're playing a team that's a little ho- better than you, you can be competitive in those games because you're playing clean football. And so I think that the Bears are going to steal a couple games that are going to really surprise people just because of this approach and because people seem to be buying it. Maybe they don't get there. That's fine. But I believe in the approach that they're taking, and I think that they're pretty interesting, and I think it's worth putting some money on the over because that line is pretty achievable. Like you said, they're playing some bad quarterbacks, they're playing some bad teams. If Justin Fields takes takes that step, then this is not even a question. It's they're going to be fine because he has an offensive system that can, that can ap- actually support him. So yeah. um, I'm good with that bet. You've got one dollars chip left. I've got a $50 chip left, and then we'll do our $100 bets.
2: Absolutely. My $125 pick, uh, chip, excuse me, I'm going to take it for a little bit of a long shot here. I think I'm going to surprise a lot of people, but we're going to the, um, to the NFC. Is that the South, right? That's the South. Um, I'm going to put it on the uh, New Orleans Saints to win the division. Um, here's the thing. I think Tampa Bay is banged up. In particular on that offensive line tom brady is 45 years old he disappeared for 10 days we don't know if he's sleeping on the sofa right now because his wife doesn't like him he's in the page six news um you know his guy that retired and then came back like two weeks later gronkowski is gone um but what we've seen in the past is um you know to beat tom brady it, it starts with pressure and pr- in particular with pressure up the middle they lost their starting center very very early on they didn't really to me go out and, and replace him effectively um you know chris godwin's you know they say he's he's, he's recovered from that injury i'm not sure it, listen it takes a while to recover from those kind of injuries i don't know how how close he is going to be to 100 percent um i love um I love Coach Ty Bowles a lot. I love Byron uh, Byron Lefwich a lot. I just think that they're going to take a little bit of a step back this year. And to be quite frank with you, I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Brady kind of runs through this for half a season and, and something happens. and He might just walk away from the whole situation. I just don't know where he's at right now mentally with, with everything that's going on this off season with him um, and, and if his heart is really in this season. And I say that as one of the biggest Tom Brady fans of all time i'm a huge tom brady guy which means that this feels a little bit weird right now and we've seen it before great athletes don't know quite how to walk away until it really really gets bad remember the saints are undefeated against the buccaneers in the brady era they're the only team that's been undefeated against them they're four and zero. and dennis allen is going to bring out their really good defense i like Jameis winston with that offense um, you know, I like the rookie that they got out there, right? Chris Olave. I love Michael Thomas, Alva Camara looks like he's not gonna get suspended, even though he beat the shit out of some guy in Vegas. Um <laughs> and I just think that a lot of people are sleeping on them a little bit. And why not, right? Why not take a little bit of a lower unit? We've seen this all the time where some team comes out of nowhere and wins a division. And I think that uh I think the Saints might be that team this year.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting bet. It's plus three twenty. So, I mean, there's a lot of juice on taking the Saints here. They're really the only team that can take advantage of the Bucs not performing up to expectations. I don't see Carolina. I think Carolina is a disaster waiting to happen. They're mm-hmm. they're they're gonna blow it up at the end of the year. And the the Falcons are rebuilding. Like they're just they're not gonna be that interesting. Mariota slash Ritter is not gonna take them anywhere this year. So it's really only the Saints that can that can challenge uh, the Bucs. And basically you're betting on a Bucks implosion. Right. Because I, I just They've got the most talent, um, but and Brady, I'm, I just don't think you can bet against Brady, mm-hmm. even if he has other stuff going on. But um, it's it, the juice makes it worth throwing throwing down a half unit.
2: It's not something I feel you were remotely confident about, but it's a it's a what the hell bet. And if it pays off, it's something that could really pay off at the end of the year. And you'd be happy you did it.
1: I like it. I'm I'm gonna take a not not that juicy bet, but um, it's kind of like your. Ravens bet or maybe yeah. even your Colts bet but I'm going to take I'm going to take the Rams to win the NFC West Again, I don't believe in the Cardinals the Seahawks are going to be terrible uh this really comes down to a two two team race in my mind and and so I'm just going to take the plus 120 with the Rams to win the division they won the Super Bowl last year I I think that they're still a really good football team the the Niners are are going to start a rookie quarterback They've got some, they've got just got some weird stuff going on there. I'm not really quite sure I understand everything that's happening uh, with the Niners. The Rams are going to start off against the Bills. They'll probably lose on Thursday, right? Like, I mean, they, the, the Bills look like they're, they're raring to go as well. So the Rams could start off national television getting beat, but I still think that they're, to me, they're the team in the NFC to beat. Mm-hmm. That, that, to me, is the, t- the best team in the NFC, and I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC. And it would not shock me if we end the year with the Bills and the Rams playing each other for the title. And so the first thing you got to do is win your division. I-, I think I'll take the plus territory with the Rams at 120.
2: I like it. The whole 49ers situation is, is, is like you said, it, it, it's a weird situation, right? Jimmy G is gone, but he's back. And then, you know, how does Trey Lance feel about that? Trey Lance was picked Um, He was voted the the seventh overall today when they were picking captains. Your starting quarterback is seventh on, on the captain's list. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't like the fact that they bring Jimmy G back, who was basically like six minutes away from winning a ring with a lot of guys in that locker room. And um, it kind of feels like that that Undertaker meme when he's like standing over the shoulder, and, like mm-hmm. like he's just constantly there. And I don't think that you're instilling a lot of confidence in your young quarterback. And you know, Kyle Shanahan, like like sneaky over like sneaky overrated coach. Like he's a guy that has like a just barely uh, career 500 record if, if you look at his stats. And a lot of people can say, well, he's had injuries. It's like, well, hey, guess what? Every court, every coach gets injuries, right? And so. Um, it's kind of put up or shut up time for them. But I I believe in Sean McVay. I think Sean McVay is um, is a borderline psychopath. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And I think that him winning a Super Bowl does nothing to slow him down. I think he's going to come back and, and really try hard to run it back. Aaron Donald, also a psychopath are you going to bet against that guy so i really like that pick i think al I think al robinson is going to revive his career opposite cooper cup and van jefferson uh, with matt stafford and i think that offense is going to keep rolling i like it
1: all right hundred dollar chip
2: big time listen jb i have picked the buffalo bills to win the super bowl two years in a row i'm going to make it three years in a row we're going big or we're going home put a hundred Dollars um, on plus six hundred the Bills and Josh Allen. They were thirteen seconds away last year, right, from winning that football game, and I think that they would have beat the Bengals in the AFC Championship. And then I think they would have beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. I have to think that Josh Allen is pissed. I think he's the most dynamic weapon in the NFL right now because of everything that he can do. Um, I love their roster. Um, I have to pick them to go to the Super Bowl. I have to pick them to win the Super Bowl. I feel like this is the year that they finally get over the hump. I think they're playing in one of the softest divisions in the NFL for a big-time team, so they're able to kind of coast through that division and rest, guys, and really ramp up for the playoffs. And I think they're going to get that bye week and get the best record in in, in football, and I think they're going to to win the Super Bowl.
1: Well, I like that bet a lot. But I'm not. I can't end the show with the same bet. <laughs> I may have been going there with the hundred dollar chip, and and it's more because I just think that they've got the best roster. They've got everything going for them. Um, like you said, they're in a weak division, so they're going to coast to that. It's tough to, you know. I love. I I really like the Chargers this year, right? Yeah. I mean, again, they're my they're my AFC team. I like them a lot, but they play in a tough division. I can't get away from that. Right. right. I they, they could get beat up to the point where they're out. Right. right. They, they could get beat up where they're on the road. Maybe it doesn't matter because there's no chargers fans out there. Right. Like that's, that's fine. I get that. Um, so like, it, it's hard for me to say that, uh, you know, plus 1400 is enough to put a big chip over there. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I will, I will double down on the ramps. I like this. And I will take the Rams to win the Super Bowl at plus eleven hundred. Now, oh. repeat Super Bowl champ. I don't know, man. Like that seems a little crazy. But to me, this is the best team in the NFC. I agree with you on the Tom Brady stuff. That like I'm just not sure about about the Bucks. I don't think there's anything coming from the Saints. I'm worried about the Niners. I don't think that the Cardinals are anything. That you know the Vikings. I think they can win the division, but it's Kirk Cousins. Like, I'm not worried mm-hmm. about him in the playoffs and making a deep mm-hmm. run. Rodgers thing's weird. Like, the guy just wants to go do hallucinogens in the <laughs> desert and don't. You know, eat clarified butter. Um, the real. Well, I mean, maybe not that that much. I, I, I'm not really into that. I think the Cowboys are overrated, and I think the Eagles are, are underrated, Houston. but I don't think that they're a Super Bowl contender, right? So to yeah. me, the only real team the super – I think that the Rams hit their stride in the playoffs last year. Like I think like towards the end of the year, they started ramping up and they hit their stride. But I don't like in the middle of the year, I think they were still trying to figure things out. Stafford's first year there, right? They're starting to figure stuff out. Um, this year I think that they have it figured out. Like they're gonna have it figured out, and they're gonna be um they're to me, they're gonna be the clear cut favorite in the NFC. So mm-hmm. because you pick the Bills, and I get actually way better odds here. Yep um it went at plus 1100 I'm I'm gonna say t- I'm gonna double down here I'm gonna put my big chip on the Rams plus 1100 when win it all
2: I love it I love it I mean listen I I, I can realistically see though that team being a repeat champion I think it'll be really fun if we're watching that game tomorrow night unknowingly you know looking at this game saying that we're gonna see these two teams again in February to to play for it all right um I'm pretty sure if you can look on FanDuel or, or one of these sports betting sites, you could probably get a Bills-Rams just to play in the Super Bowl together, probably, probably about plus 2,500, plus 3,000 in that territory. Which, again, if you feel really confident in both those teams to either go to the Super Bowl or win, why not mix them in and, and, and put them both on there for equal for even more value?
1: Yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. That's a bet that I would definitely consider. I'll have to take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I use Caesars for most of my like lines and and mm-hmm. all that, but there's a couple other uh, apps that I have uh, that uh, I could check out those props as well. So we'll we'll see where that is. I Caesars might do that too. So, yeah. um, well, that's that's the that's the idea that we had to kind of go through season long bets. I hope you guys liked it. Um, I had a lot of fun going through that. I. I wasn't sure where Ross was going to go on all of this. I know some of them, right. Right. Like we've, we've talked enough where I do kind of, I kind of knew you were going to go Ravens. I thought that maybe you agreed with me on the Eagles part. Like we had kind of talked about that before, but a lot of, I learned a lot. I'm going to save this. I'm going to, I'll tweet this out so that people can see our, our bets, but um in general uh i I, i'm not super surprised at anything and and i do think that these are all worthy bets to make maybe not maybe not double up your bets like i did uh you know uh, on super bowl bets or and like ross did if you don't feel comfortable with that but those are the best odds and if you put a big marker out there that that can actually be really profitable uh i actually put a big bet on the rams to win the super bowl last year that's, you know, where the vast majority of my bankroll is from is that one bet that I that I cashed, uh, you know, with that Super Bowl bet. I got it, got it in very early on and um, believing in the Rams So I guess I'm just kind of doubling down here, using some of the profits from last year um, to, to to make that bet again. But you said you had a couple of props. So why don't you run through those just kind of for the people that are sticking yeah. with us here, um, run through the prop bets that you'd like, uh, and then and then we'll get out of here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I would go through them real quick, right? The first one, the big one to me, listen, if I'd said that, that Lamar Jackson was going to go scorched earth because he's pissed off, then I'm also going to bet on him to win the MVP this year. This is a guy who's done it before. He's a dynamic athlete. He can do it with his legs. He can do it with his arm. I think that if he, if they come out of that division and win, he's going to be a strong MVP candidate and he's going to have the whole national media the narrative behind him about they didn't want to pay me. And, and now I earned it. I got those odds at plus 2,500. Ooh. Um, Yep, absolutely. Which I think, listen, it's worth a couple bucks to put it on there. So that was one I'm looking at. One of my favorite bets every year is the first coach fired bet. Um, and the two guys I'm looking at, just I, I teased it earlier. Listen, I love Ron Rivera. I think he's a great guy. I love the fact that he's battled through cancer and he's made it back out there. But I think that Washington situation is is getting worse. And I think he is, is on the hot seat to be first coach for fired. As I think is uh, Matt Rule in Carolina. I think he's a guy that is also on the hot seat as well. That situation doesn't seem to be getting good good, or better. If, Jay, if Baker Mayfield kind of west the bet a little bit, Matt Rule could could be gone. And then keep an eye on Cliff at Kingsbury too in that situation. It wouldn't be a, a bad idea to kind of sprinkle a couple bucks on on, on all three of those guys. They could be the, the first coach fired this year.
1: I'd put my money on Matt Rule. Yeah, that's that's where I think that's 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 going on right there. Absolutely. Uh, Kingsbury, I think that they would wait just because they're the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, but if there's an in-season firing, I could absolutely see David Tepper firing that rule in the middle of the year. Yep. Just just because he seems like a little bit more reactionary. Yep. So, and yeah, then, good uh, stuff. Yeah. What else As you got? Said,
2: real quick. Last three. I like the Kansas City Chiefs this year. They have the most offensive points in football or the most points in football this year. I like Marker Parsons to win the uh, de, uh defensive uh, uh MVP trophy. And then I like Chris Olave from the Saints to get offensive rookie of the year.
1: Okay. Uh I don't yeah. Um
2: you can get plus odds and all that. It's worth you know, don't don't put a lot of money on it, put a couple bucks on it, but it's a, those are fun bets. Um yeah.
1: Yeah, uh I could see Dallas firing McCarthy at the end of the year. Yeah, Jerry
2: Jones doesn't fire people in season, so Sean Payton will be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys, but it won't happen in season. It'll happen after the season.
1: Yeah, I I I can't really see anybody else necessarily getting the axe.
2: Yeah, they're like the Bears. They don't fire people in uh, in season, so yeah.
1: Well, good stuff. Well, Ross, I really appreciate it. Um, I uh, quick recap on the bourbon. Uh, someone pointed out that they didn't see you taking many drinks. Ross is focused on trying to make everybody money.
2: This class was kind of full at the start. So absolutely. So I, uh, I,
1: I've held this back for a while. I can't, I can't say why there's just, sometimes you buy a bottle and you kind of hold it back. You don't want to open it. Um, it's cask strength. So it's 109 proof, but I think it's, I I don't, I don't need anything with it. Um, some people might, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's too hot. Uh, I, I get a lot of vanilla mm-hmm. off of it, which is pretty, pretty common for, for makers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's pretty smooth. Two, so uh,
2: two tips. So I'm a, I'm a beer back guy. I like to, I like to have a little bourbon with a little bit of beer back that glass right there goes amazing in the holidays with a uh, Christmas ale from Great Lakes from from the Cleveland area. Um, and it also tastes great with a, uh, with a cigar. If you're a cigar guy, you just want to sit out in the back porch of the patio um just kind of sip that neat and uh throw some donny hathaway on or some 60 soul music and just chill <laughs> out and relax that's that's my kind of saturday night
1: we know that it, now the the public may not know but we we have an unspoken agreement that i'm not allowed to touch the playlist <laughs> when we hang out like you will be you will be providing the playlist i'm supposed to bring the good speaker Yes, uh, apparently so that's correct uh, that's that's our unspoken agreement i don't get to touch the playlist you can so.
2: follow me on spotify i it's playlist making playlist is one of my hobbies i have over 250 playlists on spotify I, I love doing it music i love music is my soul
1: that's amazing ross so ross where can people find your work yep you can find me
2: user- absolutely you find me on twitter at ross reed R-E-A-D. Um, I host a uh, co-host the Mac and Reed show on the Barroom Network. We're going to be switching to Thursday nights at 7 p.m. starting tomorrow night. So right at the start of those first games, kind of put that on, uh, on mute, throw us on, and then you and I would be back together uh, on Sundays as well.
1: Yeah, so every Sunday we are going to come to you in the morning. So the idea is... When you're putting in your final bets, when you're trying to set your fantasy lineup, when you're trying to pick your daily fantasy lineup, when you're trying to pick your survivor team for the week, whatever mm-hmm. kind of fantasy game or, or bets that you're into i'm going to be here i'm going to have a couple co-hosts that are going to cycle in and out and we're going to help answer all of your questions that's the mm-hmm. idea of what we're going to do it's all on second city uh, gridiron it's it, it's going to be on youtube um because we're doing it sunday morning to help you get those final bets and it's not going to be a podcast so you'll have to actually go to the youtube to see this live but mm-hmm. that's that's the try to, that's the uh, community we're going to try to build. Our idea is why not reallocate that money that the books have into our pockets Yes. and let's do it together. Let's have some fun. Let's let's uh, let's take that best advice together um, and let's try to profit together. So
2: get some, um, get some coffee, put some bourbon cream in there from Buffalo trace and, and let's yes,
1: hang out. I have two full bottles of bourbon cream from Buffalo trace ready to go for the season.
2: I think we're going to, yes, I think we're going to go through that this season. Look forward to it.
1: Excellent, Ross. Well, I appreciate your time. I appreciate everybody for joining us. Make sure that you join us on Sundays. I hope that you put in some of these bets and uh, let us know other bets that you uh, put in and uh, we will see you on Sundays. Thanks, guys.